This episode is a rebroadcast from a Breakfast with Champions Clubhouse Room discussion and podcast. I didn't intend to even come in this morning prior to my eight o'clock session because that's my morning time with my kiddos and, you know, the traditional life things happen. Uh, But I was like, you know what, I should probably tune in because I'm curious what Glenn is speaking to when I understand learn faster, education's role in your success. And on the back channel, the mods have a chat going and Dora Maria has just been saying that we're going to be talking about creating, creating, creating which is literally what I say to my kids every single day. I don't go to work. We don't go to work in our household. Though work ethic is important, we go to create. Okay, so I can't go any further without telling you about my new friends, Dan and Travis. Yeah, two dudes you've never even heard on the podcast before, but they have become fast friends to my social media boom. Literally, social boom. That is their company and it has blown me away since day one. I'm telling you this as a friend. I'm telling you this as a coach. I'm telling you this as, you know, just somebody in the industry who wants to see you survive and thrive in the process. And so social boom is my latest probably industry secret towards growth on all things Instagram. You have a backend portal when you become a member. It's super inexpensive. I can barely believe the cost. It's less than $300 for the year. And then you can pay month to month if that makes you feel better. Uh, But honestly, it was too good to pass up. You have an access behind the scenes of being able to learn how they went from zero to 100,000 people in one year. It is so applicable. It is fast. It is consistent. It is, I can't even speak to it enough. So you've got to go check out Social Boom. All the stuff in is in the show notes. And yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see you on the inside because I'm there all the time. And if you aren't, you're missing the party, the Social Boom party. All right, y'all have a good one. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast. FIT is an acronym representing founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are looking to live a life wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. A space for us to connect on the raw, real stories of mind, body, and soul alignment of entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders. I'm your host, Tamara Andress, and this podcast isn't like the cookie-cutter interview experience. I've been coined the entrepreneurial rabbi, and so we do go there, unscripted. No matter how far, wide, deep, or high the there is, my desire is to see people rise from the inside out into their greatest calling by sharing their truest stories, talents, and tips. As a purpose activator and brand builder, I believe our successes and failures are derived from who and whose we are, not what we do. But strategy and vision are equally as important to the mission. So let's cut to the chase together and get fit in faith. So I am super energized to share today's message with you that I was just working through as we were all conversating this morning. And it started with Sunday's pastoral message. And I love how we can either learn something that on a Sunday or any day of the week that either applied to what you've just walked through or what you're about to walk into. And I think as I go through an acronym of educate this morning, and I hope that you write these down as a reference to yourself moving forward, it's this knowing that every single minute is an opportunity to learn. Every single minute is an education opportunity. Even if you're the teacher, 
you should be learning. Even if you're in the role of the liaison or the leader, it doesn't matter what play, if you're not even in the educational mindset, there's always opportunity to learn. And so this uh, message this weekend was that we should be not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word. In my Christian faith, this is speaking specifically to biblical knowledge. And yet it applies so beautifully to this because we can all know a lot. How many know-it-alls do you know, right? They know an answer to everything. And every single time somebody has a question, they're the first to raise their hand to give their two cents. But you look to their life and you say, hmm, they know a lot, but they're not applying a lot. And so I believe there's a difference. We know this, this verse and this conversation of knowledge is nothing without application. Application is wisdom. And so the application of knowledge becomes wisdom. But to me, it's like there's this element that of in between this application, which is the experience of knowledge. I love the what Bill said about, um, actually, I believe it was Glenn. Who knows? Somebody this morning talked about um, the teaching of, it was Glenn, that the way that he applies his knowledge is he teaches it. And this is right on the spot, right? If I am walking through something, I know a lot of people in the network marketing world, I'm not in it, but I totally am an advocate of it, is that they are applying what they're learning in the moment right? So whether they're saying how they feel that day based on a new supplement that they're using, or if it's 75 hard people, they're telling you what's different about their energy levels today. And so it's really important that it's not just the knowing of something I could know all day, but I don't want to be in a room of a bunch of know-it-alls. I want to see a bunch of action takers, a bunch of creators that are actually implementing doing the word. And this is a space that we get to do that every single day. But if you come and you're just binge listening, as I actually am guilty of in the past, I no longer come to Clubhouse to binge listen and have it on in the background. I found myself being inundated with information that I never applied. And then there was an association of guilt to that, uh, an association of overwhelm to that, because I wasn't ever applying what I was learning. And I felt like I was holding a bunch of gems and doing nothing with it. I felt like I had just been given the parable of the talents and I was just hoarding what it is that I had. And hoarding our information isn't helping anyone. So the question is, with your clubhouse experience, are you hoarding or are you helping by way of application? Curious how much time you spend here without actually applying what it is that you're learning. I love when Bill Hauser comes in like he did this morning because he drops all this knowledge, but he makes us so energized, which is the first E to educate that we want to take action immediately. Sometimes though, I feel like as we're dropping all of these uh, ideas in the chat of how much money we want to be making, there's lack of application because it feels so far off course from our current case scenario. $2 million a month, let's go. I'm in for it. But what are you doing today to make that a reality? Or are you just sitting in the dreamland of your education? So if E, the first letter, is energize, associated to that is the emotional intelligence of your energy. I've done so much study in this realm, study and application as I walked through trauma therapy, as I did a healing journey, as I was in my ordination and minister's licensing for several years. It was this knowing of how I was feeling 
as I was, was, was releasing suppression and coping mechanisms of life tactics that the world knows about and actually teaches and we are all applying and I'll still raise my hand because there are surely some suppression and coping mechanisms that I use that are unhealthy, whether it's food, whether it's sugar, right? I no longer raise my hand to the alcohol suppression mechanism that is so wildly popular as a way to have societal norms, conversations, happy hours. I did that life for so long and it's no judgment to a cocktail every once in a while, But it's this knowing that if our emotional intelligence isn't completely attuned, if we are not completely aware of what we're experiencing in that in that moment associated to a goal, our education falls flat. Our application of that education falls flat because we're too tired. We're too exhausted. We are overwhelmed. We actually don't know how we feel at all. And therefore, there's no knowledge to our goal. I had this conversation with my husband yesterday over coffee after we dropped the kiddos off at camp. We had a 30-minute window between our next meetings with people. And I was like, Dave, want to you know, jump over to this little, this little diner, this little Greek diner and have a coffee? No, no knowing of what the conversation, no intention other than just have eye contact and experience him as we didn't do our morning you know, routine as usual. He was out of the house early because of goals he had. So I just want to make eye contact with him. We had this conversation. The conversation was talking about scalability and Sharon Lecter's book, Exit Rich. And he had recently asked another question that really applies directly to this conversation. And the question was, was, to what end? To what end do you want to reach your goal? To what end is your energy worth it? To what end is exit rich? And to that, same conversation. What is success? If we are educating ourselves and we are taking an emotional attunement uh, to who we are and we're applying energy to something, to what end? What is the outcome of that? What is your purpose in that? Everyone in this space talks about purpose and calling. I am so on board with that. It is so important to me. Um, I believe wholeheartedly that if we are not focused on this, we are losing our momentum because we're existing in a space and a place and a time and an energy zone that is void. Because if you're not living on purpose, if you're not walking out calling, then it feels hopeless. I think our passions associated to our purpose are directly connected to profit and prosperity. Directly connected. If you want to question me on that, I would love to have a conversation later. If you don't think your passions and purpose are directly connected to profit and prosperity, we need to sit down and have a convo. Because I can prove to you over and over and over and over again that that's not the case with the experience of people that I've connected with based in education and applied knowledge, which therefore is wisdom. I am wise in this area. Business meets passion. Ministry and business, the same. You'll see up at the top, if you're not running or you're actually hanging out on your phone, I dropped a profit identity quiz. This has been a cultivation of information over the course of the last five years in this specific industry, but entrepreneurship has been something that I've been in the midst of for the last 15 years. And so I've had so many people talk about the accuracy of this conversation. 
And the only reason that I can say that is because I have focused energy on the emotional intelligence of my being. And so I hope that you're doing the same. I hope that you're aware of yourself and your emotions to what end that you're applying your purpose and calling in your every step of the day. Spend a lot of time on the first E, and I promise we won't do the same with all the others because we don't have enough time. I'm only here for 30 minutes, but I want to get to the D. The D is discipline. Oh, the joys of this fruit of the spirit. Self-control connected to discipline, right? Discipline is an element of patience. It's also an element of self-control, both of which are fruits of the spirit that a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that. I'd rather talk about the love and the kindness and the goodness and the peace But if we aren't willing to put discipline into our education, discipline into our action, discipline into becoming that wise sage, no one can in turn support us. The profit piece that I was talking about associated to the identity quiz that I mentioned, it kind of falls flat because if I just out of the blue decided, hey, I'm going to put this quiz up here for a lead magnet and you guys never knew the 15 years of discipline it took to get to this awareness factor, to be able to help other people develop businesses and design them, systemize them, automate them, help them to turn their five-figure months into six-figure years, seven-figure, I'm coming for you, right? Discipline is so critical. Dr. Jeannie, I just put doctor in front of her name. She feels like a doctor, doctor, doctor. Jeannie Snyder's in the house. And she mentioned prior to that she's team Tamara, but I am equally team Jeannie. This discipline of symbiotic coordination, spending this amount of time as she has to, to relaunch something that is discipline of 30 years. We're not aging anyone, but she is beautifully wise. In what she has developed over the course of these years, and I feel like there are so many people in this room who are sitting on a gold mine. They're sitting on it because there's no application. And they're not putting their energy effectively to it because they're not willing to be disciplined because discipline is hard. Discipline to wake up every single morning, to get your burn on, to put the energy into the book to put the energy and the output into the food prep that is connected to your health. All of these things, mind, body, spirit are aligned and discipline just connected to the mind. Isn't that sexy to me? To be honest, you could be the smartest person in the room, but I would question your authenticity to that knowledge. If you were also struggling with a massive health issue if you were also struggling with uh, a massive emotional breakage or relational bondage. I'm not saying by any means that I am perfect or that the people that I'm hanging out with are all fully well. This is an always becoming journey. Shameless plug to my book, Always Becoming, Sex, Shame, and Love. It's this knowing that we are on this journey, but if I'm not tapping into mind, body, soul, spirit every single day, I am losing discipline and therefore my energy associated to the output, the to what end question that my husband asked me so gingerly, is is actually void. It's stopped. And we know if you're not growing, you're not living, you're dying. So if you're not learning and you're not growing and you're dying, you're sitting here on Clubhouse, rotting, decaying, or You're taking this information, you're applying it, and therefore there is action associated to discipline 
which you can then raise your hand and say, I'm going to profit from this work. And profit isn't always money, right? We talk about that from an investment perspective. Monica said it so beautifully, energy, time, money, attention, focus. These things are beautiful gifts that we also receive back. So when I'm hanging with my partners, when I'm with my clients, when I'm with the community, I can't wait to be with you guys at Grow Your Business for God's sake soon. We have another conference that I believe I saw my brother Brian Hess in here earlier. Him and I are actually speaking at another one in Virginia Beach coming up with Magic Johnson in the house. It's going to be so fun. We are educating ourselves in order to maintain not only profit, but maintain a platform. And so the you associated to educate is utility. By what source are you actually applying this knowledge? Utility could also be what I talk to a lot to my clients is the modality. What modality are you going to use? We build business plans together and I love to take people's like vision, which a lot of us feel like the vision is so huge. No one could possibly understand where it is that I'm going. I love to take that and put it into a blueprint. It's usually the first session out the gate that people have with me. I've done master classes on it. I've done master classes on it. It's super fun. Um, but I love to help people realize that they're not as crazy as they think with this really big dream. And I can show them dozens and dozens and dozens. I'm probably shooting towards the hundreds at this point. Other examples of people's blueprints that were their wild ideas into one page. And we pick out the utilities based on the roadmap. So you might see people who have the little green bean up here on the stage who have utilities associated to coaching. Maybe their utility is a course. Maybe their utility is an app. We have an app too as a company that's like a resource hub. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a conference. I've mentioned all of these things to you. There's so many different ways. Maybe it's a classroom. Maybe it's um, a a resource center. Maybe it's a nonprofit. Whatever your utility is, it is uniquely yours, no matter if you see a thousand other people doing it. It's uniquely yours because you're utilizing your passion, applying it with your purpose, creating your own sense of profit, and therefore leaving the legacy of prosperity to your generations, which are always all our generations, humanity is connected, right? And so don't get so trapped into you because that's something we evolve into often. We start with one, we end with many. Even as Bill was here talking, he was talking about how he started with a marketing agency and he realized there's got to be more, right? We have to be open through education to expand our utilities. But if you expand utilities one by one by one, people lose the know, like, and trust that we speak to so much from a social media perspective, but really it's a business entity. It's an identity perspective. I want to know, like, and trust you to even invest my energy to you, not just finances. And so what is your utility? And once you get it right, once you get it honed in, always shaping, reshaping, relaunching. This is important. You don't just stop null and void. Oh, that works. I'm going to leave it there as I start this other thing. We know that everything we do needs constant nurturing. Even if you're doing passive income, passive income still needs nurturing. You have to touch it, even if it's once or twice a day, once or twice a week, once or twice a month. What utilities are you using to serve the world? C is chasm. 
educate. So we've got energize, connected to emotional intelligence, both E's. D is discipline, the fruit that no one wants to talk about, but is so critical to the outcome of prosperity. U is utility. C is chasm. That doesn't sound very exciting, does it? I'm like, oh Lord, all I can think of is like the Grand Canyon and I got a big leap to make and there's no way I'm going to make it. I was jumping onto the boat this weekend for 4th of July and I was going from the dock to the, to the front of the boat, the helm of the boat. And I was like, God, it looks further than it usually is. It's on the same lines at the same dock. I got a big cooler on the, on my back. I'm like, this extra weight, I don't know that I'm going to make it. Worst case scenario, I fall into the water. It's knee deep. I might get cut by the shells at the bottom. I might get stung by the plethora of jellyfish, but it was worth it. I knew what the outcome was going to be. I land or I get to where I intend to land either way, even with a fall. And there's going to be an amazing time party experience afterwards. I'm curious when you think of vision, if you have this massive idea of where you're going, and yet there's this massive chasm between you, are you willing to go the distance? Are you willing to take the leap? Are you willing to look crazy and fall in the water? And people laugh at you or potentially even hurt yourself. I know as I have crossed the chasms of life on so many different case scenarios that I've actually lost friendships in the process. At one point, I was not in communication with my own parents because I had a massive chasm of generational bondage that I had to step out of. People think traditions are all well and healthy, but traditions are actually rooted sometimes in trauma or limiting beliefs. And so I had to create new traditions associated to the vision of where I wanted me and my family to go. This is hard stuff, y'all. It's not meant to be easy. If it were easy, we would walk the course of life. And I don't believe we would really be focused on wisdom or knowledge. We'd be living wild and aimlessly, which you might see people do. This is the the understanding of the woke life versus those who are walking like the zombie apocalypse around society on their rat race, their rat wheel, because they aren't doing anything that's allowing them to have an emotional intelligence. Aha, there's no rest. When you see people who have a hard time resting and resting is definitely something I have to, I said I don't work earlier. That's something I actually have to work at. As you can see by the speed of my mouth, I, I'm so energized. Energy for me is not a problem. Now, it used to be. It used to be when I wasn't living a life of purpose and there was a massive chasm. I could not figure out how I was going to go across that terrain. There seemed to be no possible way. The chasm wasn't clear to me until I hit rock bottom. Doesn't make sense, does it? You would think I was on this mountaintop. I should be able to see the chasm. No, I was on a mountaintop and that I was just like, okay, I'll hang out here. But it was a false summit to my life. And God had so much more for me. He has so much more for you. And until you're willing to release and create new momentum to what it is that he has in store for you, you'll never even cross the chasm. What you'll do is you'll try to create your own detours, your own experience and say, I'm not going to go that way. I can get there on my own terms. But I believe God hangs out in the valleys just as much as he does on the mountaintops. In fact, I am certain of that he is so present in that space. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are at my side. A chasm is a place for 
you to really thrive. And so I, I say specifically chasm associated to education in a bit more of a simplistic mindset of what gap do you see in society, in humanity, in relationships, in political parties, that could be a conversation for another day, in the education system, in the business world, in the arts and entertainment, in the media, what chasm do you see? A chasm that you can actually already help create a bridge to because you've transversed that area by yourself. You've walked that path. You've journeyed that experience. That's how you take your education and your wisdom. You apply it and you help others come across the bridge. That's the business building. That's what I do. It's so much fun. And I think people look at all of these things as like impossible, but nothing is impossible with God. So I'm updating the link up at the top. You guys hear the cicadas? It's crazy out here. I love it. I'm updating the link to the Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. You guys have heard me sprinkle in my faith here, and it is a massive element to who I am, the identity to which I carry. So many beautiful people, including Glenn, who this was his idea in the forefront. Last year, we co-hosted. This year, we are hosting as a Fit and Faith Media team solo, but we are so excited with the people we're partnering with to come and support this vision. People like Christina, who I know are going to be there to lead the volunteer front, we're so grateful to. Glenn's coming to speak again. There's going to be so many incredible people there. Authors like Jeannie will be there in the room for a book launch party. I would love for you guys to be in the space. Everyone who is coming on the stage to speak will be sharing about the chasm of life they've walked through and teaching you about the bridge that they created in order for you to also cross. Chasms are the premise of purpose. A-T-E, we've got four minutes. Are you ready? E was energized. D was discipline. U is utility. C was chasm. A is ability and application. I couldn't choose one. Ability and application. Ability is when we speak to the gifts and talents you naturally possess or the ones that you've been honing into based on the time you've invested in your education. I think they go hand in hand personally. I don't know people who spend time on education that they're not also passionate about, or it's not also a, a natural element to who they are as a gift or a talent. Maybe, but very highly unlikely. And so your ability matters. You can't just out of thin air decide, I'm going to do this thing because what will happen is you'll lose that energy that we talked about with number one. And your emotional intelligence will definitely starve because you're doing something that's out of alignment. I could have used that as an A too, out of alignment with who you are. And so what ability do you have that you can sharpen on a consistent basis? Business for me, the word for me, grow your business for God's sake. I cannot starve one element of that and anticipate that it's going to serve people. It's both and. God as the foundation, business as a utility conference as a utility, speaking as a utility. Do you get it? All of this plays together. And then the application of that ability. Applied knowledge is wisdom. Applied knowledge is wisdom. T is transformation. This is where people get to resonate with your message, with your content, with your utility, and they too get to be transformed. It is magical to experience. It is incredible to witness. It is why and how I wake up every single day. 
to be able to see those aha moments, those light bulbs go off. People break down in tears. I have a, a natural gift of helping people cry, <laughs> not making people cry, helping people cry because I feel like we're so tense. There's no emotional intelligence because they're not willing to release. So the transformation is my sweet spot. Grow your business for God's sake is a sweet spot because I saw so many people transformed by so many elements of that conference last year. It's going to be the same this year. Last but surely not least is the E, and it's the entrepreneurial spirit. Now, you might not have your own business, and I don't think that every single person needs to, but I do believe that everyone has an entrepreneurial spirit connected to how they act and how they show up and how they educate others in the marketplace. You could be the entrepreneur of the entrepreneur carrying out vision associated to your vision, but also associated to theirs and make a massive impact. The question is, are you applying that? Are you showing up in an entrepreneurial spirit every single day to what it is that you get to do? Entrepreneurial spirits are those that create. Create is what we're talking about. If you are not creating your life, you are existing in a life that somebody else created for you. And that to me, my friend, is sad. And I want to help you break free of those chains so that you can live a life of freedom because education is freedom. Man, time goes way too fast and I want to be mindful of everyone else's time. I love you guys. I hope to see you at the Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. If you want to get in touch and start a business and actually cultivate that vision God's given you, I'm your go-to girl. Love you guys. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and this is going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. Hey, Ted, what do you want to do today? Well, Ashley, I've always got uh, work to do, naps to take, but I have a better idea. How about we invite everyone to listen to the Team Us podcast? I love that idea. Let's do it right now. Hi, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater, and we'd love for you to join us as we talk about teamwork in marriage. We share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. To listen, go to lifeaudio.com and search for Team Us.